All right, everybody, welcome back to a special week of Ghost in the Scene, a very spooky, haunted episode. I am your host, Gio Chumpatazzi. I'm here with my co-host, Rob Thomas. How are you, Rob? Oh, my goodness. It is the veil right now. It's so thin. You know, I'm sitting around here with, you know, a couple ghost pals just kind of ghosting around. Um... You know, I hope all of you out there are also able to, to connect with your spirits. You know, all of you, you know, gals, guys, nexes, wise. Um, I hope you can find your your spirits out there. Because uh, this is this is the moment to do it. Uh, it is a a holy night, if you will. Uh, you know, Halloween ween. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not quite the big day, but you know, it's you know, Santa comes on Christmas Eve, not actually Christmas. So this this is special. It feels like, you know, the the, the ghosts are going to jump out at any second. You know, if you have a ghost crush, this is the time. This is the moment that you need to reach out. I don't care if you don't feel emotionally that you're ready to make the leap. This is the only day where you're going to be able to actually give Casper that kiss. And he's going to be able to ask you, can I, that really weird question, can I keep you? Remember when he asked her that? Now, I don't want to get into, you know, the ethics of, of what ghosts and ownership of ghosts and what they believe they own and that kind of thing, right? Because they're eternal. But what I want to talk about is the fact that your ghost friend knows that you're ignoring them around this time. This is the time that you have to get in contact with them or else they're going to know that you're not trying. And that hurts more than being ignored. Knowing that the other person's just not trying and that they don't even want to talk to you, I mean, that hurts. So reach out to your ghost friends, to your ghost, you know, your exes. I know, you know, sometimes you have a lot of hateful feelings towards ghosts that were treated you bad at one point but this is the time to say hey i forgive you because it might be another trip around you know the sun and that ghost might be in another dimension by the time we're back to where we are and so this is the only chance that we get and so we have to take the moment to you know say hi to all our ghosts frankly you know i've i've become like a hostile just being possessed day in and day out by different ghosts and I will say, you know, the one thing that is positive is I go pee all the time. My, you know, it's all regular down there where it needs to be. And I say the ghosts are good only in possession when it comes to uh, digestion. And that's something that people don't talk about. I mean, it really clears out the system, uh, you know, because the ghosts get in there, they get in all, all your pipes you know, in, in your gut, your intestines, your sinuses even, you know, they just, they, they get up everywhere. They play me like, like a pipe organ with all my pipes. Or they play me like a, like a clarinet because like we talked about, it's one long pipe with different holes. It's true. With Lois. Um, shout out Lois. So Halloween only comes once a year and we are on the eve, the ween of Halloween. The very last bit and just like the last you know part of the drink sometimes the poison is left to the very end 
it settles to the bottom. The strongest gulp is at the bottom. And that's what we did specifically for our listeners. We've inoculated you. We've given you vaccinations of fear, of panic over the, t- over the years now. But over this month, we've shown you just how scary it is to be in a, in a month where the veil is so thin. Now, we're peeling it back. Just like the jack-o'-lanterns that you hollowed out and you made, you know, pumpkin seeds out of their their babies, that they were going to be their babies. What's going to happen? The pumpkin seeds that, you know, are in your stomach right now, they're going to haunt you. And it's time for your ears to, to listen to the horror that this month can bring. And we did it by looking into one of the scariest and it's not even a trilogy. That's how you know that they're serious because once you get past three movies, you know it is terrifying because they're going to six. They might be even going to nine. So we're talking about one of the scariest Halloween movies that has ever been created. And Rob, we we had a very long conversation, a long text back and forth as to what we wanted to look into. And there was one movie that just, stood at the tip of our tongues and i know that you have a very personal you know touch with this story with this movie so uh tell tell me about this movie tell me about your experience and let's just have a deep dive because we got a lot of things to get into i mean totally i mean it's the most obvious choice for this day and i know what you're all thinking wait a minute don't you guys usually do your big you know podcast anniversary special on halloween the first first night you broadcast of course we're still we're still broadcasting on halloween but we're dropping this episode early yeah because we have something special in store this halloween you know follow us at ghost in the scene on tiktok because we basically run that site now famously we prevented it from closing Mm -hmm. so they sold it to us china sold us tiktok so you're yeah. talking to the new owners of TikTok. Uh, so to celebrate our, our recent acquisition, our victory, our multiple victories over the years, we're going live on TikTok. But, you know, of course, there's always this snag. Uh, despite our immense power, obviously, we never abuse our power. So, so we need Ever. help. We need help. Um, my account, Rob Thomas here. It was hacked. It was hacked. So I have no more followers. I only have five. I'm sorry. Shout out to my five followers. Yes. In order for us to stream together, we need that number to go up. I need to get 1,000 followers. So that's 995 followers that I need to get in 24 hours, basically, for us to... um, to officially go live on, on TikTok and have a, you know, we have some amazing, just shattering stuff for you because usually it's too hot to handle. You know, that's why we do a podcast. You know, audio is, you know, a very small bandwidth compared to video. It's true. But we, like Gio was saying, we, th- we believe we have inoculated you enough to give you the full force. The because load. the full load, because it's a time. Frankly, it's time that we all experience what you and I experience every single time here on the show. I know uh, that thinking. has propelled us. 
you're like, you know, you're the owners. Can't you just give yourself a, a thousand followers? No, we have morals. Okay. We have ethics and it was done before we got hacked. You know, he had a million followers before, so it's not like they disappeared. They were removed. We just got to get him back. And so we need your help getting his lost followers back, the crew, you know, the Thomas Herd, because he is, you know, a, a shepherd. The Thomas Train. Everyone jump on board. Exactly. We need hashtag jump on back on the Thomas Train because this chugga chugga choo choo is going all the way to the moo moon. And that's kind of a, a riff that I'm doing on the Katy Perry um, fireworks song, but I'm making it more Halloween and, and more train, train version. And that's the other thing. They talk about scary sounds. There's nothing scarier than a, a, a lonesome whistle of a train. And I want to get you guys back into the Halloween vibe. And I'll actually, you'll hear that right now. Spooky. This is not the reverse underground railroad. That's just a normal, scary, spooky train sound. And yes, TikTok is, is, is a big frontier. And I love that there's so many witches on there. And so when we go live, I, I want everybody to be at their most pristine because we're, we're going to be on Halloween, which means that any witchcraft done is going to be times probably infinity. So only love spells, only protection spells, at least for Halloween. And then we can get into flinging some evil spells back and forth once we get you know, our, our lives situated with Rob. But before we can get there. That, that's Rob Thomas here, right? At yes. Rob Thomas. God, here. we almost forgot to, 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 to actually plug it in. said it once, but I mean, we got to, you know, like any good spell, you got to do it a couple times to make it stick. Rob Thomas here. Follow at Rob Thomas here. 1,995 to go. So, and, and, and I know that we can make it because our street team is strong. Um, yeah, and I know, Gio, we want to get on to the actual segments, and you were asking me about the movie. And obviously, yes. I was going to say, and that's what <clears throat> I was trying to segue into, and I knew we were segueing into, is that we're talking about Halloween, right? Mm -hmm. The day. So obviously, the movie we're going to have to talk about is one that is a classic, one that is synonymous with this holiday, uh, a movie about, you know, a, a frightening person, you know, looking over a town, making people basically disappear, right? No one has seen the people again. Uh, I think they have, like, they, they, they obscure their face, like, uh, I think under a mask of sorts. Of course. Uh, and no one quite knows who it is. And, you know, it just takes a plucky group, uh, you know, a, a young woman. Yeah. With the help of her friends to take him down once and for all. And, but really, uh, it, it's the young woman. Her friends, they don't do much. They kind of no. get in the way. Of course. Right. Uh, you know, not, not all of them necessarily make it. There's a lot of people that get into trouble here. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, and, you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll just, I'll just say it for all of you who are included. Obviously I'm talking about Halloween town. Everybody knows. I mean, thank you. Yes. Halloween town, Halloween town Two: Calabar's revenge, Halloween town high, 
return to Halloween Town. I was serious when I said, if you go past a trilogy, that's how you know it is dead serious. I mean, Toy Story, they were fine at three. They had to go number four because Pixar is a demonic company. And that's just the truth. No libel there. That's just the truth. So Halloween Town. This is a movie chock full of stars. I'm talking Debbie Reynolds. If you don't know who Debbie Reynolds is, ask your grandma and she'll slap you across the face because everybody knows who Debbie Reynolds is. If you know who's singing in the rain, if you have ever sang in the rain, you have Debbie Reynolds to thank. She invented that. And of course, her daughter was a force user, a Carrie Fisher in the Star Wars legacy. She is Princess Leia, who I believe is a very important character. I think she even um, is like a, a general in the later movies, meaning, you know, she went to military academy. She was probably in flight school, probably, you know, killed a lot of people. But she was the daughter of Debbie Reynolds. So this is a lineage. This is Hollywood, of course. People have favorites. But this is also just showing the power of the mother-daughter, which, you know, coven, you know, what the mom teaches the daughter, the daughter now brings to a new generation and then takes it to space, showing all the aliens the magic. What do you think they were using? You know, force in quotations. I saw that as pretty standard magic. I I mean, obviously it's Hollywood, Joe, so they're they're gonna make up some story around it. But obviously, all of us in the scene, and if you follow these, I mean, you know, I'm gonna say documentaries. Yeah. Halloween Town. Uh, it becomes quite obvious. And I think it's right now we're using this as a PSA as well, because the Halloween town universe is just the beginning, right? Like I said, it's a documentary. So everything in every movie that you see that uses the word Halloween in it as well is connected to the Halloween universe. And here's a big spoiler for you. Halloween town universe is our universe. Mm. Yes. You know, the multiverse we talk about a lot. This, this has nothing to do with that. We're talking about our universe. The one where the Blair Witch happened, that's our universe, where we are. And the Blair Witch universe. And so what Rob is saying, and this should be, you know, not no surprise to people who actually listen, but to the new people who are listening we're saying that Halloween Town is in America somewhere, but it's not in one location. It moves. And in fact, this is a prime example of dimension hopping and of the, the ability to move from one place, an entirely different dimension in like the next door. And that is what Debbie Reynolds brought to this movie the real aspect of it. And then the production team was able to get all of these, you know, matter trans transfer 
reactors and they were able to put that on set for the children so that they could go you know to and from dimensions without having to all you know all the spellcraft and it brought together this documentary that shows that the coexistence between us and the other dimensions is not only you know something to look forward to it's something that's already happening and it's happening under your nose and what i think rob was getting to was that the halloween universe the you know halloween michael myers universe is the halloween town universe and therefore it's our universe so how do we unravel all of this and you know one thread at a time right rob I mean, yeah, I mean, basically we have a whole tapestry here that, you know, it, when you look at the whole thing, it all meshes together, makes this huge picture. But what we're doing is we're going to the edge. We're just starting to pull out that little thread and you can, and it's changes colors. And then we can see each individual part that by itself looks like nothing, but really weave together to show you, show us the truth. And the truth shall be known from here on out. This is a story about a family of witches, starting off with Maggie Cromwell. That is the family name, and that is something that is revered in Halloween Town. I mean, this is the kind of thing where you walk around, you're, you're hot shit. You're a Cromwell, people kiss your shoes, they, you know, little girl is, is walking around. She says, oh, my, my grandma is a Cromwell. All of a sudden, they're giving her free candies, free rides. I mean, taxis are not cheap. And this guy made out of bones drives her around for nothing to her grandma's house. This is the kind of royalty that they are coming from. And, of course, this is something that was written in our world hundreds of years ago. And this is something that we have to point to. The documentary aspect of it is real because there is a writer, a poet from the 1600s that wrote about the Cromwell ghost. And the Cromwell ghost is of course the patriarch of the Cromwell family. Now, I don't wanna get into this book because the text is so dense. It's full of spells. It's full of real life ghost sightings. I just want to tell you part, and I, that's the thing. I can't even tell you the entire title. It's too much. I might put a hex on you, to be honest. So I'll just give you the first sentence, okay? This book, written by Richard Baxter, is called the certainty of the worlds of spirits and consequently of the immortality of souls, of the malice and misery of the devils and the damned. And there's a, like a paragraph afterwards still to come of intro, of just the title. But what does that say? That says that that's real. This is a, a book about witchcraft, a book about apparitions and immortality written in the 1600s. And this is um, America. This is here, here and now in England, in 
all kinds of places, not in you know Disneyland universe, not in Pixar verse, not in the Marvel universe. We're talking about here. And I think that's something that people don't understand and they don't want to understand, Rob, is that you could be taken to Halloween Town anytime you want and even times you don't want. I mean, if you doubt the power, Gio started off this episode, this, you know, this part of the episode by saying, I have a very personal connection. And he's right. Because earlier this month, I was driving, you know, down the road with my wife and we stopped, we parked our car, you know, in, in a parking lot, you know, just to kind of like get off the road. It's getting dark. It's getting a little spooky. He's like, you know what, you know, hon, let's, let's get off the road mm. and let's just park for a while. And after it got dark, a light turned on on this billboard that I just thought was like an abandoned billboard and a movie started to play. What? And that movie was Halloween Town. What? My wife and I were transported for a night to Halloween Town with a moon that was bright orange, blood red, right? Like serious spell work. Wow. Uh, you know, really feeling like, you know, we, we took a voyage, uh, you know, through, through hell. Um, and that hell was watching Halloween Town. It was so scary. Our car died in the middle of this film. Died of fright. It died of fright and needed to be resuscitated for us to get out of there. So big shout out, um, you know, to to the the street team that came and helped us get our car to be living again, so we could we could get out of there. But honestly, we couldn't leave until the the movie was over because you know it was. Oh, you're it was that scary, right? Under some kind of trance, your car was was somehow fixated in. I mean, that's the thing. We talk about abductions, right? And everyone says aliens, this aliens, that. I mean, I don't want to say they're wrong. Okay, I just want to say that maybe they haven't watched Halloween Town, and maybe they don't know the classic markers that would tell them that they are actually in Halloween Town. And instead of being on some alien spaceship. And I think if more people were educated in Halloween Town, we wouldn't have these fake sightings, these fake abduction sightings, where they're really getting the chance to go somewhere that is knowable. It's not some, you know, unknowable place. And it's, you know, the issue with, and they even talk about this in uh, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. And Halloween Town High, this is what I love about the movies, is they get progressively more realistic. They show that, you know, the coexistence between us and ghouls and goblins, you know, is possible, but there is always that sense of eerie, you can't trust the other side that is lingering under that. And that is what the movies, you know, intend on eventually relinquishing that power giving that away and saying you know we are all the same but there is that dynamic that you know we're living humans in a magical world but we have no magical power of course that's not true but that's the perception and that might as well be a lot of people's reality because 
they can't see, you know, the ethereal wings that we all have on the, on our backs. You know, they can't see the crowns on our heads or the fact that, you know, we have muscles like bodybuilders, like a young Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they're just in, in the astral world. Right. And it just, it's about connection. Like, are you able to connect with these other worlds? And a lot of it is just perception, just knowing where you are and being at the right place at the right time. And not just that, but being aware that you're in the right place at the right time, because these moments can miss you easily. So it's important to, to train up and be educated. And that's part of the reason why we do this service. Like we have been exposed to these dimensions and we're, we're trying to help everyone do the same. And we know that's why you're, you're here. Yeah. And, you know, we feel your energy right now too, because we know that by listening to us, you've also been connected. So we're talking about threads, you know, uh, you know, take a look. There's, there's, there's one coming out of your chest right now. You can pluck it. Whoa. Like a guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, you are saying about being at the right place at the right time. And that goes, you know, in, in the same avenue as, as murder, as mass murder. You know, you have to be at the right place at the right time, especially in Halloween movies, to get murdered, right? You, it's, it's not by accident. You, you can't be in a panic room and all of a sudden, you know, a guy sneaks in through the window and, and, and tries to kill you. You're in a panic room. Sorry, buddy. No windows here, right? No problemo. But if you're, if you're sleeping by the window and the window's open, and you are a young teenager having wild sex like they do, easy kill, bada bing. But you have to be in the right place at the right time. And that's why we think the connection between Michael Myers and Halloween Town is ever present because he is like somebody who shows up and then disappears. He is somebody that can come in and come out. If you look at the ending scene of Halloween, the original 1978 Halloween, there is a moment where you believe Michael Myers is dead. No more. He fell off a building, off a second story, after being shot by a psychiatrist priest or something like that. And what happens? Two seconds later, cut away. Cut back, he's gone. What's left? Vapor, nothing. Where did he go? Right? A blood trail, uh, a, a foot trail, nothing. And this is one of the mysteries that people talk about. It's like the ending of the usual suspects. You know, who was Kaiser Sose? No one knows. Not a single person knows who Kaiser Sose is. And no one knows to this day. And where, where did Michael Myers go? You know, I mean, I have, there's YouTube videos. Go ahead and look up on YouTube. People talking about the trap door theory. Go Halloween, the trap door theory. And people are theorizing that there must've been a trap door in the grass made by a giant spider that Michael Myers was then made into a cocoon and then digested but then not digested 
because of his mask, the plastic in his mask, and that saved him from the giant spider. Now, that's one guy's theory on YouTube, right? That's just one person, you know, talking out of their butt. But you got millions, you got the puppet theory that he was on strings the whole time and that the puppet master just plucked him up. You know, I mean, you have the helium theory that, you know, somebody gave him a balloon and he, and he inhaled it and he floated up out of this, out of this, you know, sky. Rob, what are some theories that you've heard? You know, there's, you know, a diamond dozen, really. The diamond know, dozen theory, yeah. The diamond dozen theory. You know, there's a, there's a dozen dimes, bada boom, bada bing, and he he gets lost in the dimes. He, yeah, surprisingly, you know, like dimes you, are really hard to to see through. Right. I mean, you know, you lose your dime in the couch, you never see it again. It's it's kind of like that. He just slips in through the dimes, and then it's there the next day at your feet. And that's Michael Myers. I'm so glad you brought up the dime a dozen theory. And. All of that could be explained without any, any dumb theory, without any harebrained scheme. It's simple. It's clean. It's Halloween town. He just has a key to Halloween town. Easy. Think about it. Like why, why is it that Michael Myers shows up only on Halloween to stalk and kill people? Like that's the one day that Halloween Town has a bus running to the mortal world to Halloween Town. Yes. I mean, and listen closely. Next time you watch that scene, you will hear the sound of a bus stopping by the house during that scene. And so, I mean, it's clear uh, that Michael Myers got onto the bus to Halloween Town and you know, escaped uh, from, from the psychiatrist. And this is all related to real life. This is all related to here and now. And this is all traced back by the Richard Baxter book because he talks about the Cromwells. He talks about the women, the Cromwell women and, and what they did. And he talks about Mike Myers. And I mean, this is just, you know, quickly, he just talks about women who had a bunch of hair that they were coughing up the like the, the length of a tail of a dog a dog's tail kind of like the hair on mike myers's head right and then they said that they were coughing up mitre and niter which is pieces of metal a lot like uh some of the paints and some of the the knives knives that mike myers uses they're all of these things add up to the fact that this happened not only now, but when they talk about uh, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, they start talking about time travel and how there is an actual pocket time travel dimension where you can escape into and go back and forth through time and through the dimension. So bringing this into... The, the physics of our, our world, now we're talking about the ability to go from anywhere to anywhere and also anytime. So Mike Myers can be anywhere and he never ages. The same with, with anybody from Halloween Town. They, they stay there. They're like 
you know, uh, what's his name? Peter Pan. But they're not kids who can fly. They're murderers who are killing people on Halloween. And now it's not scary because we're not, you know, innocent teens anymore. If you're an innocent teen, I mean, I would, I would run for your life. I, I would spend the entire day of Halloween running. And I would spend your whole year before that preparing for that to run because that's going to be hard on your legs, your knees. I know you're young. You'll bounce back. But please take care of your knees because Mike Myers, he's coming for you. He's not coming for Rob and I. Rob, you have a wife. You're happy. Me, you know, I'm, my knees hurt. I'm, I'm not spry. I, I, got, I got no, you know, nothing. And if you look at all the windows, they're covered with, uh, with cloth. So Mike Myers can't, can't see me. But if you're a teen, you're as good as dead. And that's a fact. You know, get, get on those tennis shoes, those trainers. You know, make sure to do your stretches. Get plenty of water. All right, because this is, uh, you know, longer than a marathon. This is all night long, everybody. So... Um, lace up teens and you have to remember that it's one one day a year right this is a special time and this is one thing i can't believe i haven't even talked about this why is halloween not a national holiday Mm. what what the hell is going on you have arbor day no offense trees but you don't give candy to me right Sorry, we're the we're the tricks. You're just trees. There's no there's no tricks. I want a holiday for Halloween. Next year, it is going to be our market goal to make Halloween a national holiday. Mark my words, we're giving ourselves 366 days, one extra day. It's going to happen. And it's going to be because of our hard work and your hard work. But I, I swear to you, this is something that I've been, I've been trying to work myself into, into doing. You know, I, I, I don't know what we're going to have to do. I want to have to change the law. But that's what's going to happen. Because I believe in the power of Halloween. And the last movie that I wanted to bring up, and this is the last Halloween entry that actually came out. It is Hubie Halloween. I mean, it is a movie called Halloween. And then in quotations, Hubie Halloween. But it is, in fact, about Halloween Town, about how Halloween Town comes to another city. And this time, Rob Schneider is Mike Myers. Jimmy, you were telling me about this before. And obviously, we talked about this film we famously dropped the film on our program Mm -hmm. um you know netflix gave us a big call saying thank you you know this movie got on our top 10 um so nice of you guys uh good luck with with the tiktok acquisition um you know thanks uh and we're like of course i mean this is i mean we're journalists first and foremost you know we're not gonna play favorites here we're not going to ignore the truth just because it's on a different network than the one that we own 
all right? That's not what we're about. We've never been about that. Um, but that said, you know, after talking about Hoobie Halloween, you know, I've been trying to save my energy for, for our big release. Um, but Gio, you know, you're telling me that you were able to see Hoobie Halloween. And it sounded pretty spooky. I will only see that movie one time. I mean, I had to take intensive psychoanalytical therapy sessions about 18 hours afterwards, only to understand what I had seen. Not, not because I had, my psyche was broken. I just, you know, to understand every frame is almost impossible. It's like the Fibonacci sequence, the movie. That's what you, should, you could call Hubie Halloween. The only anchor that I had was the way that he spoke. It, it grounded me. It brought me back to a real, like, you know, it sounded like a real person. And there's, there is a way that Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider, of course, with Rob Schneider's cosign, his blessing, Adam Sandler was able to bring Hubie, this man who, you know, is a nice guy. He's all about eating soup. And I, I don't know how much we've talked about soup on this show, but we are big, big proponents of soup. But I mean, he has something called a thermos that he was saying was to keep his soup warm. If anybody watched Ghostbusters, you would know that is a ghost trap in disguise. I mean, this is the kind of thing where you see what Adam Sandler's doing. Uh, it's like the uncut gems, you know, on different levels he's acting on the top level you know hilarious comedy bottom level it is a scary movie there is people jumping out of the corners they're ripping out his his hair they're throwing eggs you know full of demon semen all kinds of stuff and then you have you know the human hubie the the warlock hubie the ghost hunter Hubie, I mean, he puts on a million hats, but his, his accent, the way he says things, and I swear to God, it is a spell, the way he says things. People goof on Sandler all the time because he, he makes, you know, kind of weird choices with his accents. I don't think it's accents. I think it's spellcraft. It's got to be. It is the Sandman that we're talking about. I mean, no, he has you to sleep. Rob Schneider telling him, you know, producing him, giving him lines, and he says it with that accent, and that's the power. That's Happy Madison. You know, there is there is something to to Happy Madison. We have to get into it, but I will say, Hubie Halloween as a continuation of the Halloween Town series. It just makes so much sense that they would give, they would hand this off to, you know, a master, you know, from Debbie Reynolds, because of course she's not with us anymore. And, you know, neither is Kimberly J. Brown, who is Marnie. She left as well. And so you needed to hand this off to somebody who was going to give it the amount of care that Sandler gives to every single project that he does. And, and he did. Uh, yeah, and honestly, it was kind of a surprise because for a while, it seemed like, you know, someone like Rob Zombie might have been a contender to carry on the Halloween Town tradition, you know, with mm -hmm. his rendition of Halloween. Um, you know, you said even Danny McBride 
had his hand of trying to become mayor of Halloween Town. Mm-mm. Couldn't do it. N- you know, no one has the tender touch that Adam Sandler has. And here's was the cherry on top for me. He created in this movie the extended universe for Happy Madison. Ben Stiller, the Ben Stiller, was in this movie reprising a role from, I believe, the Happy Gilmore movie. Meaning, of course, that he is bringing Happy Madison, that universe, into this universe. Which means that in this universe, in 2021, this is not a prediction, this is fact. There will be multiple versions of Adam Sandler existing at the same time. Oh my goodness. But of course, only during Halloween. Right. Right, and you can see that they're making these, he's making these replications, He's, he's been experimenting throughout the years, and I might go as far as to say that, you know, most films with Adam Sandler, be there, be it a happy Madison or not, mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's the flagship and that's where you'll see the most power. But I think he brings that with each role. You know, I, I pretty, you know, they shot Adam Sandler in the face uh, for Hidden Gems, but this is alternate universe Adam Sandler. You know, he's got so many different universes to exist in mm-hmm. that he can, you know, pluck away a few Adam Sandlers. Here yes. He can dispose of some. Some stray hairs for Adam Sandler. You know, so true. And yeah, I mean, the multiverse aspect of it is, is just so true. And now we're looking at in one universe having like 20 different Adam Sandlers. And then not only that, but 20 different Rob Schneiders, 20 different, all of the actors that he brings, Steve Buscemi's. And yeah, so we're looking at a a very exciting next Halloween. And I think we're looking at possible contender for next year's Sorcerer Supreme. I don't want to call it early, but I mean, he's giving a good showing. With this Halloween Town move, the Sandman has got my attention. He's put his hat in the ring. That's that's for sure. He's, you'll see him in the fight. So we're we're gonna have to schedule a time. Um, you know, obviously we're going to be COVID safe. Uh, even as things develop, I think next year, I think it's very important for us to still keep that in consideration. So, unfortunately, you know, we will not have a live audience for the next competition for Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Uh, we do apologize, but you will still we will still get that news and truth to you. And, you know, it's for the greater, it's for the greater good, you know, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't always do it the way that you feel like you want to do it, but it will still be done. And you'll get the play by plays from Rob and I, and um, for the Halloween movies, it, it, you know, last words on, on the Halloween town series as a whole, Rob. Oh man. Um, it's hard to say because it's like, it's everything, right? So just keep in mind when you go out on Halloween that, you know, if you go through the wrong doorway, if you get on the wrong bus, if you park in the wrong parking lot, 
you will find yourself in Halloween Town. And, you know, that's also what Adam Sandler is doing here in 2020. You know, it used to be that Michael Myers had to get on that bus to get to Halloween Town to, to get away from the psych ward. Now, Adam Sandler brought Halloween Town to us because that whole movie takes place on, on our side of the border of things. And so just be careful out there, um, but also have fun with it, right? I think we've been talking about the scary aspects of Halloween Town this whole episode, but I think we're also, we also have to remember that, you know, that's a really fun place to be too. You got, you know, the bones, talking skeleton, uh, guy, you know, people are very friendly and it's just a good time as well. Um, and, and, you know, and also just like lace up teens because it's going to be a little less fun for you. Yeah. Perfectly said, Rob, you know, Halloween town is a place where when you're there, great. it's just that the people that, that leave, they have some intentions that may not be the greatest. It's like going to Las Vegas, right? You know, the people that live in Las Vegas, I'm sure are very relaxed, chill people. But the people that go to Las Vegas, they don't go there to relax and to chill. They go there to unleash some demons. And I think that's what happens when you live in a society as nice as Halloween Town, is that it creates, you know, a, a Michael Myers that needs to escape and go on a rampage once a year. And, you know, I, I discourage that. I denounce that violence in every, in every possible way. And I just want to say, you know, happy Halloween ween, everybody. And uh, tomorrow, if you're listening tonight, if you're listening on Halloween ween, tomorrow it is Halloween and you will be with us. Even if you're not on, on our live stream, we're going to be live in your, in your dreams. I just want you to know that. But get Rob Thomas here on TikTok, 1,000 mother effing followers, mother ghosting followers, because he needs to go live. His truth is is worth 1,000 followers. It's worth 10 million followers, to be honest. Thank you, Joe. Uh, I, you know, and, you know, we have the followers on the ghost in the scene, but there's more people that can be in the scene. I think the numbers that we currently have is just a shallow representation of our true followers mm-hmm. out there. You know, this isn't, this doesn't even count the, the people that we astral project to daily so you know we're we're hitting the millions in our in our followers now but you know take that extra step because we know that you're with us but take that extra step and smash that follow button at ghost in the scene at rob thomas here Mm. because there is so much more that we can give you than we already give you already if you think that this is content that is saving your life because I know it is, because that's why we're doing this tomorrow. We want to make sure that you're safe. Now that Halloween Town is here in our world, you know, we got to make sure that we're all safe together. So we're going live. Um, you know, we're going to be, we might even go running with the teens at some point. We'll stay tuned. Stay in the scene, everyone. That's right. Stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on the screen. Happy Halloween, Ween. We love you. <laughs>